0: Hello, and welcome to the Crazy Thoughts of a Brit and a Texan. I'm joined by a different Texan tonight. This is my friend, and uh, I've done a couple of paranormal investigations with him. Um, this is Michael Koch. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing better now. we got this figured out, dude. It's only took us, what, like 35 minutes? I know. So, man- Maybe I should have started this at like seven thirty instead of eight o'clock. It's like eight At what time is it? Like eight forty right <laughs> now. Yeah, so it took us it took us like forty minutes, but I'm trying a new uh I'm trying a new format. Uh I've got something called StreamYard. So this is the first time using it and it seems to be going just fine. Amanda said it's finally working, yay. Yep,
1: now okay. hopefully
0: everybody comes over and checks it out. <laughs> I'm hoping so. I mean, it's 40 minutes late, so I don't blame them if they don't. But here's the thing, you know, new technology, all that good stuff, um, you know, um, just technology in general sometimes can be a pain in the backside, right? Yep. And,
1: you know, this is what happens on investigations, too, is you'll have everything geared to go. And then all of a sudden there's a hiccup and you have
0: to figure out real quick how to fix it. Yeah, you have to kind of think on your toes, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So we're we finally we're finally in. Uh, and uh, so you've done broken bow how many times? Three times. Three times. I've I've been there twice. Um. So for me, um, the first time I'll be honest with you, dude. Uh. We've already talked to the what's the lady called? Ashley. Ashley, we already talked to Ashley about it. The first time I went, it was kind of it it's it's kind of dead, if I'm honest with you. But the second time I went, though, Michael, oh my god! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I
1: I have fun telling people how uh, you were like, dude, don't leave me alone, dude. Step back over that threshold.
0: I don't know what it is with like people just wanting to leave me on my own. It's like not something I want to do. It's it's crazy. So Uh, I wasn't leaving you on your
1: own. I went in the hallway attached to the room and you were like freaking out
0: that I was in the hallway. Well yeah, because you left me in the room on my own, which by the way, I had I had runes on my arm. I swear down, it was runes. It looked like runes. It basically looked like something from that bloody uh, pentagram that they had on the floor, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what the runes were, but I, yeah, it was kind of funny because a lot of people, I would be showing them how the camera started creating the black lines like you would see on a VCR (laughs) bad tape, and. and They were like, oh, that's his flashlight. I said, yeah, but if you go to this point, you see his flashlight on his hand, and the camera doesn't do the bars. But the second you mention the word scratch, the bars start. And then when you said, look, they're fading, then it returned.
0: It's like they did not want the scratches seen. And so that video that we've got on our Facebook page right now, which we grateful, which you were great, you know, you were gracious enough to let us have the video um, on that video. Is that footage on that video? It is. OK, perfect. So if you want to see Andy's scratches that, or lack of scratches in that video, uh, check us out. I mean, it's on there for you. Um, I mean, so what do you think on that? I mean, has your camera ever done that before? No, it it was,
1: like, completely strange to me. I mean, I've had it to where it would, like, flicker, and I haven't been able to explain that either to where it's like the IR camera just blinks. It goes, you can see an image, then it's completely black back to the image. I'm like, I don't know what caused the blink. That's strange. I've had it... Do the bars on your scratch both times? We talked about it, and that was the only time it happened. That's what's so odd too about it, because you were shining your flashlight around a lot. So if the there, you know, the flashlight didn't only come in contact with the camera. Talking about the scratches, and I've had it to where. It seems like it's not recording because I was looking at it and the screen on the inside of the camera just the view screen goes black. And I feel like I tip the camera down and then it restores it. But I right. found out it still records, even though I can't see what it's recording. It's still
0: recording. Hmm. But I've never had the bars. So, so you don't think it was the camera? You think it was some, uh... I think it was something interfering with it so when you said something interfering do you do you think it may have been spirit or do you think it may have been something to do with the area that we was in i i think it
1: could be a little of both because the energy of the building does have an impact and the spirits you know feed and interact with that energy and Obviously, that energy, you know, we're trying to build up and use as well to communicate with them. I'm going to
0: I'm gonna cut you off real quick. We did not need to build any energy up in that building <laughs> that night. No. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so to set the story,
1: it was really funny. If you watch the video, you'll see, you'll hear Indy goes, and the fir- he's like, this is five minutes, dude, and the K2 is already going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so it literally was we had just started and Ashley said, "Hey, go check out this room." And so she showed us which room and left. And unbeknownst to us, there was someone in the building with us. But we never heard him. He said he heard us, but he the sounds that we were hearing and everything.
0: Could not be attributed to him right so i want i want to clarify a little bit more on the k2 so you you said that night that you'd never seen anyone use the k2 like that right um no what it was is i said i
1: don't like using the k2 because i don't usually get a lot with it right and so i kind of was like after seeing what we were getting i started Saying, you know, there is something to this K2, I think, after all. Because I've gone on investigations and had the K2 out. Nothing. I never never really got does anything. anything at all at night. All the other equipment's going off. Right. And so I'm like, well, do I want to bring this thing out and carry it around? <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> maybe
0: Andy's on to some of it, right? Is that what you're thinking? Maybe Andy's actually onto something.
1: <laughs> well, I'm,
0: I'm thinking that the way we talk with
1: the spirits there—that yeah, they they start using what's around to communicate, and right, they, they were they were wanting to chat. Now, I have been to places to where everybody will say, "Oh, I got this, I got that," and I'm like, I had nothing. Yeah, no, And, I, that... and so I, I think it all has to do with who the spirits are feeling resonation with and want to communicate with and,
0: you know, what who sucks, they're comfortable. The spirit, <laughs> you know, you you know, what sucks who they're more comfortable with normally is me. Everyone else around <laughs> me is like oblivious of what's going on around me. So so just to, just to clarify what I was using the K2 for. So we had a seat. Was it a seat? All yeah, there was like a chair. A table. Yeah, I think it was yeah. on
1: a desk chair. I think yeah. it was a, like a desk or something.
0: So so I had a K2 with me, and I said, Michael, I'm going to – and Vincent, I'm, I'm going to use the K2. So I got the K2, and the way I was using the K2 – and I think this is what you said. you never seen anyone use it like this before. So when I put the K2 down, I was asking for yes and no answers on the K2. And the K2 was responding, right? We were definitely getting responses. And it was responding to the questions. And at Uh, first
1: uh, it seemed like it was only responding to you. And then it seems like Vincent and I a couple of times asked the right question the right way and got a response. But then it would go quiet again and you'd say something and it'd light up again.
0: Well, yeah, because (laughs) for some reason that night... like I said, the first, the first time I, I ever went there, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I've been to scarier places. And then the second night, I was like, all right, you think, you think you're think you big and odd, and we're going to show you what we can do, right? That's basically yeah. what they did that night. Um, now, so the thing week- I love
1: about this place, to piggyback on that, is with this being my third time, the first time I went, there was a... Rubber bone prop manifested out of thin air and thrown in a room because Ashley was there and she's like, that's not even supposed to be in this room. And it went flying by her, sitting on the floor and hit something really hard to where I froze. And then we finally turned around and turned lights on and seen what it was because we all were like, what? just happened wow I had never had that happen before something being thrown in a room so I was like frozen going okay how, what do yeah. I do <laughs> then the I... second time I went to broken bow it's kind of like you were saying I was like yeah I, I seen some stuff with other groups but when I went off on my own it kind of felt dead so to speak it was. Quiet. And then going with you, we had a different
0: experience with <laughs> the ping pong ball. <laughs> so, so before we get into that story, um, so we we did a, a thing to. Uh, no, actually, let me go back a minute because that's going into the next story. So. What do you think about working with me? I wanna, I wanna get your comments on working with me because we like, we worked together three times now. Yeah, um, I mean so, like I said
1: when we were on the site and we were talking, just on the side. I don't even think it made the recordings, but I was like commenting that, yeah, you have a habit of asking a question and then you like get right on to like the next question or you make a sound and you don't give him a chance. And I was like, dude, you got to quiet, you got to quiet a little bit and give him a chance to answer. You're like, no, you know, that's what I was trying to do. And I was like, and it didn't seem like it to me. And then it's like, I sat back and then I was like, the rest of the night we kind of went back in and did our own thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, think
1: It was like, I could see a little bit of the difference, but at the same time, I like working with you because you, I feel like you antagonize in a way, but not in a bad way. It's like you, you'll engage them like you would anybody else. It's like you're watching a real life conversation (laughs) between two people. Except there's only one person
0: there. (laughs) (coughs) See, uh, that's what frustrates the hell out of me when I'm working with people. Like They're just like, for example, my wife, Amanda, she she just has no clue. Bless her. Bless her out. She just has no feelings or anything towards spirits. Like, And and to the point where she's got a nickname, Michael. Do you want to know what a nickname is?
1: Well, does she want it known on...
0: Oh, Live. everybody.
1: Everybody already knows
0: it. <laughs> All right. So uh, this goes back to Beach Army Hospital, which we're not talking. Well, we kind of are talking about that tonight. But, um, I've been she there basi- once. Yeah, she basically blocks everything. So we call her cock block. <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> on, a spirit, on a spirit side of things, she's the cock block. Oh that's funny as hell. So uh Oh she commented (laughs) to you. I saw that. I saw that. So um yeah, no, so I'm not used to so the difference in techniques, let me talk about difference in techniques. From from a British side of things to the American side of things. There there is a big difference in techniques. Oh yeah. So where I come from, like so, I've noticed Americans are like, "Oh, I, I need all the equipment. I need a REM pod. I need K twos, I need SLS cameras, I need portals." Which, by the way, I've got a portal on the K two. Um, I, I think don't the K two. Yeah. So, which is SB seven with you know a speaker. But the difference in, in, in the techniques that, that I'm used to compared to you guys, and it's taken me a, a, a minute to adjust, I think that's the problem. Like, you, you like EVP recording, right?
1: Um, I try to do it, but I'm not usually successful, so I just film, and if I get, I get it. If I don't, I don't really seek it, but right,
0: I try if I feel something in the area. Uh huh. So going back to one of the things that you said about like, I'm asking a question, I'm pausing for maybe two to three seconds and then ask another question. That's because I'm not used to, I should be, but I'm not. We we just have two totally different techniques. So my main equipment, when I go on a paranormal investigation, which by the way, I'm looking into getting a camera, um, my main piece of equipment, first of all, is a bloody flashlight. That's the first piece of equipment that you should ever get when you're paranormal investigating. That is the quintessential piece. <laughs> That's the only piece of equipment that I agree in, and and the second piece of equipment is yourself, Michael. Yourself, yeah. you 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 yourself. You, even if you are not connected to spirits, you can still feel the difference. Let's say you go in a room and you go, "Oh, I don't like this." You know, something's wrong with that room, right? Right that 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 is the difference between the american side of paranormal investigating versus the british side of paranormal investigating because when i was on a team in england we had a flashlight a camcorder and a body we had no equipment the way was the way we was communicating with spirits is through tapping which you saw that night i was crazy about trying to get taps right yep and that's the British form of doing it. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but we was getting responses too, right? We were. So spirits can communicate through taps, and that and that's one of the biggest things that we used in England. So it's just a difference of investigation types, and and that's all it is. Like I don't yeah. rely too much on equipment. I like the K two because now I've got it to where I can get yes no answers.
1: Yeah. And see, the thing I think that we work well together is because if you remember, after you had asked me that and I told you, I said, "But that's just my opinion." So it's not like I was telling you you had to do it that way. I was like, "That's just my." Mm-hmm. So it's like I was like, "If that's your way, then
0: that's fine." It's like, I was "Yeah, like, great, cool." But I, I know I'm it's... open to it. <laughs> I know sometimes I can get on people's nerves because they are, like, for example, if we was working with uh, the guy that kind of looks like Zach Bagans, what's his name?
1: Uh, You was
0: at the uh, Tri-Fest thing with him on Saturday. Justin's friend. Oh, Kellen. Yeah, Kellen. Um, I know he likes to get EVPs. It might not be a good idea me working with him because I'm just not, like, I'm not used to having big pauses. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I think that's the other thing that people don't realize is we're not, like, when we say pause, a lot of people feel like you're waiting, like, a minute. It's like, no, it's like 12, like, maybe 10, 12 seconds. Right. It's not a long, long pause. It's just a quick little, just, like you're being respectful and saying, "Okay, I know it's take you have to build up energy because you're probably not used to this." We're assuming they have to build up energy and trying to be considerate so we don't talk over them. <laughs> right, and that, that's different. the only thing. Yeah, is why we here take the pauses. We're like trying to, like. Actually, say we're having a conversation and not talking over the other person,
0: right? I mean, but I, ju- I just find that difficult though for, for me so myself because again when I'm doing an investigation I'm getting bombarded. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I'm I getting, you saw it. Yeah,
1: and I'm guilty of it myself. Is there are times like I'm feeling something and I'm like I'm asking a question and I'll be like, maybe three seconds, and I'll be, like, asking another question, and I'm, like, in the back of my mind going, oh, crap, I forgot to pause. But then I'm, like, no, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to just keep following with my instincts. And if I talk over it, hey, I talk over it. But yeah,
0: I, you got to follow your instincts when you're investigating. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And, and, and my instincts are – I'm pretty sure you said on one occasion, you like working with me because I'm fun. Yeah.
1: (laughs) See, well, okay. The story behind that is when I first started with Dirty South, they brought me out. I was brought up to where when you do something, you do it professionally. You do it, you know, the best, you put your best foot forward. And, you know, so I'm sitting here as an investigator being straight laced. If somebody says, don't talk, I don't talk, I don't move. You know, I was being so stiff and everything that I would hardly get anything. And I, I was like, man, all these places seem dead to me that I was going. And everyone's having all these reactions. And I'm like, I'm not really getting anything. I don't get it. And I started watching the Tennessee Wraith Chasers, like their Haunted Live and a lot of their shows. And I saw one episode where one of them hid in a shower behind a curtain and the new guy walked in and they scared the hell out of him. And they all started (laughs) laughing and going, we just had to haze and break in. You know, we had to have some fun. Right. And it's like, in that moment i was like oh my god that's the thing i'm missing i'm not having fun and the second i started having fun on investigations and letting go and let and being more loose
0: the more more i started getting (laughs) right and and so whenever i'm doing an investigation let's say if i'm doing an investigation and i'm i'm working with a group of people that's never done investigations before right i try whenever i'm doing the investigation to make people feel comfortable because when we're investigating, I agree, let's be professional first of all right right but it's a, it, it doesn't mean that you have to be like you just described yourself I like to right. have fun with I like to have fun with my guests if I have guests with me, I bring them in and I, I have a laugh with them, but when we need to be serious, we're serious you know what I mean right. and I tend to find, I tend to find that whenever you create energy like the laughter and stuff like that. Just like you said, you you start to get more, you start to get more activity,
1: right. So and just like
0: that, one of the ways that I found that I
1: started breaking into bringing the fun into it would be is you know as you're filming, people are talking around you. Instead of going, "Hey, hush, I'm recording," mm-hmm. I would just turn to them and just laugh and say. You know, I don't edit my footage, and I'm recording right now, so everything you're saying is being recorded. <laughs> and people would be like, "What?" Uh, I'd be like, "Hey, you know, this is an investigation. Stuff's gonna get recorded."
0: Yeah. So. so, so that second that so that second time you saw the difference with like me and Vince, we went in there, we were just laughing and chuckling. You were laughing yeah. and chuckling with. us. But while we were laughing and, and chuckling, I think we we're all pretty professional because we we're all trying to debunk what we was getting.
1: Right. And we were never laughing at someone. We were always laughing about something that happened. There's a difference it's, there.
0: Yeah, it's more it's more because I do something stupid or I say something stupid. I mean, for example, no, I'll give you that one later. There's a good one that I did at Fort Walters. I did not even think about it, but anyway. So the first room that we went to, I want to tell people what you did to me. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're getting K2 it's so and we're getting yes, no, and this, that, and other. And Vincent decides in the room to his right, there's like a little duck-through where you can go through into the next room. Right. And then and then you got the hallway. So Michael dis- so Vincent disappears. I'm sat in room and I'm watching my K two. And then I turn around. Guess what? Michael's in the hallway. I'm sat there on my own. But what makes it worse is, um, and you and Ashley verified it. The room across from us used to be the morgue. Right. And and, and I was telling you there was someone stood across from us, and you're like, ah. And I, I got to a point where I was almost sat on top of you, in that in that hallway because you left me on my own.
1: Yeah, I, I was still in visual of him. Let me clarify this. He wasn't like, <laughs> I was, couldn't see. So if something was to happen, I could see and react and still get to you.
0: Like was, if they like, pushed
1: you or something. But
0: I, I don't care if we're six <laughs> feet apart. If we're not in that same room, it's safety in numbers, Michael. Safety no, I know. In I, I think too, I was also, is I was just seeing...
1: What would happen, uh, you know, if because you were saying don't leave me alone, and I thought you were kidding at first because you would kind of chuckle when you said it.
0: That's and the so I
1: walked out man. into the, the hallway and you go, Uh, Michael, you just left me. And I'm like, Uh, I'm right here. No. <laughs> I, I no. didn't leave you. And it's like, okay, and then yeah, we
0: started sticking together more
1: and... uh-uh,
0: i'm out i, I tell you you, <laughs> can't leave, you can't leave me on my own in a place like that that's it's just i just have too much going on
1: yeah and see, so i for love
0: me it's i'm not
1: like at the same time i'm not like leaving you alone it's if i'm sensing something my nature is go and see because i'm sensing something for a reason something's there and so I'm right. going to see what's going on there, and I'm not paying attention to who's following
0: me, who's not. <laughs> so uh, I agree with uh, John Martin. John Martin said, "Safety in numbers," and that's my motto too. It's just yes. safety in numbers. And and uh, hey, Rooster. So so for me, Rooster, how you doing, buddy? Uh, for me, um, yeah, that just I don't like being left on my own, and and if you're sensing some it. Uh, If I'm sensing something, don't get me wrong. If I've got people with me, I'm good. But if I'm in that room on my own and I'm sensing something, I'm out. Yeah, I'm totally out. I'm, you know. Uh, So, I mean, the first room was pretty cool. Other than I got scratched. That was
1: actually the second room you got scratched. That was the first room. That's where we were getting Mm -hmm. the K twos. You got scratched when we when we met up with
0: Vincent in the
1: room that he ducked under. If oh you that's remember. right
0: yeah i do i apologize i got that wrong that's my bad so yeah the second room is where i got scratched and what kind of creeped me out and and you i'm sure on that video you can hear the audio i'm like that looks like an e yeah and it looked like a, a it almost looked like one of them uh symbols that was on the uh
1: yeah, it wasn't the pen- a the, the pentagram. It, yeah, it's not like something took nails and just went down your arm and scratched. It's
0: almost like a,
1: a brand, is what I want to say it will look like. I think they were trying to get a message out.
0: And apparently it was just for you, cause Well, they can fuck off, they're not using my hands. <laughs> oh, this is rated R, by the way, so don't worry about it. Forgot but, to warn uh... you about that one. <laughs> no, that's fine.
1: Um Yeah, because I found it interesting that, um, Regina, we went into, we were in the Broken Bow Asylum. There was a room in the back corner that had a duck under to another room. So we, Vincent went through the duck through, and Andy and I went around and met Vincent through another doorway. I went through the Hansi path, and... Andrew just went through the door, I think.
0: Yeah, I like climbing through <laughs> stuff. As long as there ain't no tarantulas and stuff down there, I'm good. Yeah. So, I mean, all but, in yeah. All, I-,
1: I mean, it was interesting because it's like, I could see it faintly, and I was like, I could see like, symbol, like, it looked like symbols, or yeah, some of it looked like could be letters. And it wasn't like, it was super deep, either. It was like a light kind of scratched to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me.
1: It's just, for some reason, they did not want
0: it filmed. Whatever it was, it was not meant to be filmed. I would agree with that statement. I would be interested to talk to Vincent now and see what Vincent got from that. Because I think Vincent did film it too, right? Yeah. And I haven't actually had a chance to talk to him much since, since we investigated that place. Uh, so after we got scratched, we went outside, right? Had a quick break.
1: Right. We took a break and that's when Ashley was smiling and she she said to us, so how was it? I said, and I'll never forget. I think it was when the first time you like really cracked me up outside, you, you actually went up to her and you said something in there was fucking with me (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, Wow, you just, like, went there. You didn't, like, go, oh, hey, yeah, I was feeling this or that. You were, like, you just laid it out. And she laughed and goes, yeah, I told the spirits oh. to do that. And I was, like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, they did it.
0: <laughs> no, they definitely did. And, and you know, uh, that's part of being British. I don't sugarcoat anything, Michael. You should know that by now. Oh, I know. That, yeah, that's I'm, part of the I'm... fun
1: of it is it's, like, you – I'm like half the time I'm sitting there going in my head going, oh man, how's Andy gonna react to this? This is gonna be epic. I want to make sure I get this on film.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't tend to sugarcoat anything. After that, we went back inside, right? And I. Think-
1: uh, I think after that, we all went back in, and that's when we sat in the room and started asking the dowsing rod questions. Right.
0: So, I mean, that part was kind of quiet, quiet for me. I, I, You know what was weird, though? We we kept it. And so just to set the stage, the, the, the broken bow is one floor. It's just a ground floor. That's it. Right. There is it's no a U-shaped floors above building. Us. No, it's a single-story U-shape. So what I will say is what what I was finding weird is when we was investigating and she was doing the dazzy rods and stuff, because I even said to, I think, Vincent at one point, I said, Vincent, what do you think our chances are of getting up there? Because I kept hearing footsteps above us. Yeah. Oh, in the vicinity of around us. But it was – and I'm pretty sure you heard it too. Yeah, and it was attic
1: rafters. Right. And so, there, it was open, exposed attic rafters. So, it's like anything walking up there
0: that you can't hide who you are. No, I agree with that. <laughs> I totally agree with that. And, and you know, uh, I want to talk about that kid. That, that kid's like a bloody ninja, dude. Oh, yeah. That kid's like a ninja, bro. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, the beginning?
1: Yeah, he he was all over the place and yeah.
0: We were like, Wait, where did you come from? But I will say we did oh uh we did men we didn't mention that we had oh you guys thought you'd have jeans swaying. Yeah, and see none of us really were wearing
1: jeans and the kid that was in the building with us wasn't wearing jeans. And he yeah. said he never heard that and yeah. we were like we definitely heard it it was like the denim fabric ru-
0: when it rubs when you walk yeah i know it's uh all in all i think it was an interesting night so so we did that and we was leaving do you want to tell them what happened when we left because you were pretty close to being the last one out of the room right i was the last
1: one out of the room i think i'm pretty sure i, I would our- agree with that I was either the last one or second to last because I was the last one while we took the turn to go down the hallway to go out to where the entrance is. But actually, before we get to that story, I, I want to go back and touch on something with the dowsing rods that I thought was funny as all get out. <laughs> was we're we're talking and the rods are moving and I, I commend Ashley because when we were inundating her too much, she would say, hold on, reset mm-hmm. the rods." She would actually take the time to tell the spirits, put the rods back. And then we could ask the next question that you were like, they were like, we, yeah, we don't like you. And we all thought it was just because we were males. Cause right. she she told us they don't like men. So Mm -hmm. we were like, well, we're screwed because, you know, we can't change that. Right. But you go and you said, is this something because of what I've done? And they said, yes, but it was in the past. You're like, well, how are you holding the past against me? I I, I know. I I literally started laughing because I was like, you know, that's so true. We sit here, we think, oh, my, you know. In one aspect, we're like, oh, that's cool that, you know, we had this past life experience. And then at the same time, it's like, but I can't change the past life. It's done. It's over. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> How I are you holding that against that. me? And then and then a few minutes later, she gets to me and she's like, I got to stop and ask something. And it was because there was somebody I was recently associated with that uh kind of not really associated much with anymore and they said yeah it's because you know her that's why or that person we don't want you here i don't want to interact with you and i was like well hell and i even go well i'm not around her much anymore that person and they go it doesn't matter No, wow, they're the most
0: unforgiving. (laughs) Dude, you think you've got it bad? I did something wrong in a past life, apparently. No, but that's what I'm saying is it's like we we
1: tried our best to remedy it and like say what can we do? And they're like, Nothing. You are doomed. (laughs) You're forever marked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot about that. You got a good memory. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when they told me that. You just like you said. I'm like, oh well, am I meant to fix that? It is what it is, you know? So uh, and the only person I
1: think that skated out unscathed was Vincent. I don't yeah, think they Vincent. ever really picked on him. They just were like I think but he he passed
0: a lot. Maybe that's why. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that for sure. He was more concentrating on the camera than anything, though, to be fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was, was getting... hearing stuff in the hallways, and he kept trying to see what it was. Yeah, I don't like them always, dude. I, I don't know what it is with always, but I feel vulnerable. Um, I don't yeah, because there's
1: too many doors. It's like there's too many openings to where if you hear something, to be able to say, okay, that came from there. Right, but then it's you, like you... when there's all these different possibilities, it's like uh... Do I go forward? Do I go backwards? Do I duck into a room? I don't know where to go.
0: You know what my thought is? what, Which is the fastest way out of here if it goes south? That's normally my first thought. Just being yeah. honest with you.
1: See, I'm wired to run towards the sound. I I, I found that out. I'm
0: quite fine uh, staying staying i'm quite fine staying and communicating at a distance i don't need i don't feel the need to go and find out where the sign's coming from if i feel the need for that i'll volunteer a team member for that (laughs) 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 who's my scapegoat who's the it's the typically, one that's not necessary to get home <laughs> typically the one that i normally use is logan bless him. but logan's not here right now so he can't state his case but i'm like logan did you hear that and he's like yeah i said see where it come from <laughs> yeah
1: I, I remember that it, there was like a couple of times that i was like you and i were like did you hear that yeah and you'd be looking at me. I could tell you wanted to send me, but I was the only one in the room with you. So you were like feeling screwed. <laughs> oh, you're, like, I know. I can't see, send you.
0: Logan <laughs> but... said, nope, not me. Logan, you know, typically, like what happened Saturday night when we were at right Luck. Like, we all think you're yeah, out there, dude. <laughs> yeah, poor Vincent, man. He was the go to guy that night. Uh, yeah. Uh, see, I like to have someone with me. I like to have someone with me that will. I just don't like being on my own, dude. Yeah. So, I and mean, the funny so... thing, too, was leaving rooms,
1: you would always be like, hey, Mike, where am I? And I'm like, you're at the end of the line. Yeah. Why am I at the end of the line? I should be in the middle of the line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the front of the line. <laughs> so it's like we had to keep thinking. It's like we had to pause when we're leaving areas and be like, okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) So even doing, even doing, even working with my guests, I I work with guests and I let them experience it. Dude, I cannot stand being at the back or the front of a line because I've got a theory on it, right? If you're at the front, you're first one in action. If you're at the back, you're the last one they can pick off. So for me, if I'm in middle, they're going to leave me alone. There's too many witnesses.
1: Yeah, I but have what's, another theory.
0: But if I did that, you would never go into a building. So you know what sucked is the fact that there was only three of us. Yep. So, so I was, str- I was like, it, it, felt like I was fighting for position most of the night. I was like, I am not getting left in here on my own. I don't like being at the back, and I don't like yeah. being in front. But, uh, but what's the, re- what's the other theory? Uh, I was going to say the other
1: theory is they pick off the middle because they know that's where the People who are the most scared are. <laughs> just, it well, if you think about it in a certain way, is if you're in the front, you're like, you're your mindset is whatever's coming towards me, I can see it, so I got time to prep for it. If you're in the back, you're like, if something comes up behind me, there's nothing I can do anyway. But if something's coming up, I got the most time to prep myself and be able to defend. And if you're in the middle, you're just easy pickings. <laughs> I, you're like, you got nothing. They can come no, from got, in the middle and just swing across room to room. I've
0: got that person in front of me that's going to get it first. That's my theory. <laughs> so so we was leaving that room, and I wasn't at the bike and I wasn't at the front either, or somewhere in the middle. What happened after that, Mike? So... We when we
1: were in the room there was some eyeball ping pong balls that were sitting around the floor and we were talking about one and we had set it down and so we decided we were done session was over we were going to take a break and we start walking out we get into the hallway we get to the nurse's station we turn everybody is in front of me going towards the main area to where the door to the outside is and everybody stops recording because you know we're going outside no point in recording just you know people walking although Mm -hmm. we should and a ping pong ball hits the wall right behind me starts rolling back and i'm like we all stop and turn and we're like what was that i was like there's a friggin' ping pong ball just <laughs> totally hit the wall right here and was bouncing and so they were like oh did you kick it i was like no if i kicked it it wouldn't have made the bouncing sound and we all heard the bounce and then it hit the wall and vincent bless his heart goes, well, was it the same ping pong ball that was in the room? And you go, I don't know. Why don't you go check and find out? <laughs> so, of course, Vincent goes into the room. We're all standing in the hallway, paused and trying to figure, you know, get her figure out what's going on. And next thing we know, he comes out. He
0: goes, um, dude, that ping pong ball is missing. So, <laughs> so uh, to, to talk on some it, while we're talking about this experience that we had i I typically find and and I, i don't know how long have you been doing the paranormal real quick investigating wise four or five years now okay so any evidence that's typically caught dude is caught by accident it's either caught when you're setting the camera up or you know I think the spirits know when they've been recorded, dude, because it typically I, I typically get more activity when there's no cameras. than than we was, do you know what I'm trying to say?
1: I do. And sometimes I think that's true. And sometimes I feel like they're in a mode where they want people to see. And so they're doing everything they can while you're filming to but I, get your
0: attention. But I also think there's another code where they can't let us know. Dude, I I got to be honest with you, bro. I don't know what this planet would do if if a spirit turned around and said and started saying, "Look, we're going to start showing ourselves. We're going to start living amongst you. We're alive. We're not we're not alive, but we're we're here with you." I don't know what that would do to the society. So I also think there's there's a a, a thing where. They can't do what they want to do on camera because it's too much evidence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the on the odd occasion that they've caught a full apparition, it's been complete accident. See that
1: kind of piggybacks into my when a lot of people ask me, you know, why I do it alone and with other teams and go to the same location over and over, is I can walk into a room. And have absolutely nothing happen that I hear or see. Doesn't mean I didn't catch anything on recording. Right. Then I can enter or leave. Enter the same room, say with you. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of like knocks and other sounds goes off. You leave. I stay in the room. It can go quiet again. It's not that you are the one causing the knocks or, you know, they're interacting with you. I view it as the spirits look at who's in the room and what is their intentions? Like, are you in this just for 15 minutes of fame? Right. Or are you really genuinely wanting to communicate? And so I think It's like, in my mind, I view the spirit world sees us in twofold. is the wannabes and the actuals. Right. And the people that are the actuals are the ones they open up and show themselves to and have the more experiences. And the wannabes, they're like, yeah, if I do this like I do with that person, they're going to freak out, run out right why Why waste the energy
0: and so they'll yeah. just sit there and wait so so you know just just to uh go on what you're saying so i've been doing this almost 15 years uh doing investigations and and being able to somewhat you know interact with spirits. she seen me doing it right right uh i've been doing this almost 15 years the more you do it michael the more you get known throughout the spirit world, that's for a fact. Yeah, that it—that is, is a fact. Uh, our last team—they agreed with me. They never once thought about that, but when I told them about it, they're like, "Yeah, seems like we're getting more and more known." And and different people have different abilities. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and so, I think too, like you're saying, the more and more you do it, it's—I think it's also is the fact like i would go and investigate and i wouldn't do a lot of evp work because i would sit there and be like having these conversations and never getting anything it's like right you, and the recordings would all be dead air maybe once i'll hear a sound but i never would hear a voice and so i'd always be like well i'll just stop doing that because That's not obviously my forte because they're doing it. They can do it easy. And I was at Fort Walters doing an investigation. This was was separate. This was a separate night. I was there with a couple of people, and I didn't even realize it, but I something like you're saying instincts, you know, and the feelings. I was like, I turned around and I was like, why did I turn around? But in that moment, when I turn around, there's a female voice says, hi. Okay. I never heard the voice. And a bunch of people then started walking by, but that wasn't their voice. It's like, it was distinctly before they were there. Right. And I was like, wow. And once I had that EVP experience, it's like I stopped everything I was doing to get the EVPs and just was like, you know what? I didn't ask a question. I just trusted my feelings. And that's, that's what I'm... I need to do. Not, I'm not try and force it, just it'll happen when it happens. Yeah. And if it does great. And ever since I started doing that, I've been
0: getting more and more EVP's. Uh, yeah. I mean, so that's what people need to do is trust their instincts. Yeah. And that's where and that and that goes back to the difference in the American way of investigating to the British way. We uh, tend to trust our instincts a little bit more than say Americans do when they first start out, right?
1: Right.
0: But eventually, well, and... you're going to learn that, though, through trial and error. And that's yeah. exactly what you did. But I was going to say to you, Michael, why don't we talk about Fort Walters? Because we're at 50 minutes right now. So I want to go about an hour and a half. So we've we'll got about 40 minutes left. All right. Um, so, so, I mean, I think we can wrap Broken Bow up. I mean, I don't think there was much after that. Um, The only thing after that was
1: that strange music that from the neighbors and we heard what sounded like somebody came in the building when you convinced me to go in the mirror room and face my fear of the mirror room and we were like two feet in there we're all in there for maybe like not even a full minute And we hear a bang, and we're like, somebody's in here.
0: We're like, oh, God, how do we get to the entrance really fast to see who came in? I mean, to the point where I was telling Vincent, if you've got your your pistol on you, you might want to draw it. Yeah. I mean, that's just – I do remember that. So, yeah, I mean, I forgot about that too. Bloody hell, my memory's shit. But, yeah, (laughs) I I remember. I'm like, you've got to do it, Michael. Just go in. All of a sudden, as soon as – it's like they didn't want you in there, buddy. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was like. It's almost like they didn't want you in there.
1: Yeah, whenever we would go into a room that we were uncomfortable with, something would happen to draw us out of that room.
0: Which which begs the, the question, was it because they were protecting us?
1: I think it is. And I think it's they're watching out for us, too, that they want us to, like you're saying, trust our feelings. Like, if we're feeling I, uncomfortable as investigators we're gonna stick it out because we're like you know hey we're in this for the evidence the communication the experience we're gonna let that override our instinct and they're like hey we'll help you out we'll give your instincts exactly what you need to draw your attention out of where you don't
0: want to be i got you yeah that makes sense yeah that's crazy I think yeah. all in all, I think all in all, Broken Bow is a, a pretty decent investigation. I think it's either or no, it's not. That that's yeah. my opinion of it after two investigations. And, it's either or not, it's not.
1: Yeah. Um. The thing I love about going to locations multiple times is you'll rarely have the same experiences each mm-hmm. time. Something will always be different, so it's always still fun. Whether it's your first time, your 10th time, your 100th time, something inevitably is going to be different. And that's the fun of it.
0: Right. Um, And that brings me on to uh, Fort Walters as a whole. Um, So I've done several investigations at Beach Army Hospital. Um, I can't access it no more. It sucks. I wish we could get access to that every week. Because if we could access that every week, Mike, We'd have a ton of evidence.
1: Oh yeah, I was so mad. I went there the night it was the last night it was open. I was there, investigating. I put all my footage on a computer. The computer drive failed, and I lost the footage. I mean, I can't get
0: it back. (laughs) I mean, people sneak in there all the time, but no, my look, I sneak in and I get arrested. Well.
1: And my theory on that is, yeah, I, I could sneak in, but the second I post anything, they're going to know I was there. It's, so uh, but it's people like, I do can't that. post. And it's not respectful. And I'm like, I I, 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 I personally want to be an investigator that's got the integrity of if I go into a space, it's because I got permission to be there.
0: Right. Yeah. So let let me tell you the just a few things I had at Beach Army Hospital real quick. I've had stones thrown at me. Um I've had doors opening and closing on their own. Um we've had footsteps. There was oh, fifteen yeah. get, there was fifteen guests and myself. And all fifteen of my guests heard Ugh. And you know what you know what's messed up about it, Mike? It's the fact that it was uh, directly to the side of my ear. I said, did you guys hear that? And they're like, yeah, we all heard that. That place is phenomenal. Now, here's a cool thing about it. We did lose that location, right? Right. But it is a, a cool thing. Just across the way, if you if you look <laughs> at the PX store and the bank, it's literally diagonally across from Beach Army Hospital. Right. And and I feel like a lot of the spirits that was at Beach Army Hospital have not... Because it's like, whenever we do an investigation, it's like a beacon.
1: Yeah. And it's, now, it's growing them in.
0: I can kind of explain that a little bit.
1: Is Some of the hospital beds and some of the beds that are around in the haunted house. I'm still listening. I'm just
0: going to a drink. I'll be right back. Are I'm still Beach Army. So she
1: got permission to bring stuff from Beach Army to the PX. So that's why we feel like there are spirits from Beach Army residing at the PX.
0: No, I agree with that. I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. And and that's what I said as well. Like, and not only that, she's got spirits attached to all the items there as well. Oh yeah. That's a that's a really good location. That's a really good location. Yeah,
1: I've Um, investigated there probably seven times, maybe. And my favorite experience overall being there was I was investigating with Southern Fried Spirits Paranormal. And this couple comes up to me. They're in the doll room. And says, we've been hearing this laugh every 12 minutes or 15 minutes. And I'm like, what are you talking about laugh? I had been, I was here last night. There was no laugh. I had been here several times before. I helped set up. I've heard bangs in that room, but I've never heard a laugh. And sure enough, we all sat there and we ended up spending two to two and a half hours trying to isolate this laugh and it was driving us insane and i think i do have it on video the laugh and
0: could you send that
1: yeah sweet and the funny thing about it is we had enough people that we created a circle in the center of the doll room you you remember the doll room how it's
0: laid out with those two beds I can't forget that bloody place.
1: Well, we're sitting there and we're all experienced paranormal investigators. You know, we're not like there's a bunch of people who this is their first time and they don't know what they're doing. You know, we're, we're pretty much all experienced. And I say that because after two and a half hours, We had to give up. We could not isolate the sound. It kept moving. Like, I would stand facing a wall and I'd hear it on my right. Then the next time it came out, I'd say, no, it's on my left. Or it's behind me. Or I heard it in front of me. Nobody ever could say it's exactly where I heard it before. That's crazy. It was constantly moving. So... I go the next week, Friday, with a couple, um, Carla and Tony, and we were going to try and figure out what a lot of the stuff we heard that Saturday night with Carla's team. And we could not still figure out where the giggle was, but we still heard it. And that was the other thing that got me wild. Because I was like, I heard it a second time. I've never really had experiences repeat. And this one was repeating. And we, to this day, we think we figured out what the doll giggle was. And there is a doll that has a speaker in it. But you have to put batteries in it to make the sound. And there's no batteries in them. When we investigate, you know, all the batteries are gone. All right. But here's the other thing that kind of gives me the chills a little bit. During the haunted house in October, when it's run as a haunted house, the people who were supposed to scare everybody were coming out and complaining there was a giggle or a girl in that room that was mm-hmm. messing with them, and I'm so out. I was like, Oh man, I was like, That is just too cool. So it's like, I, I got with the PX and the bank being part of the haunted house crew, I get to hear all the experiences and witness stuff, right? During haunt season, every weekend and when i go and get to investigate i get you know to experience it that and so it's like i have such a wide range of when people come and talk to me about stuff they all know i'm paranormal there and so they'll come and say oh we just had this happen here and i'm like really and if it's haunt season i can't go and verify what they heard or anything i just have to log it in my brain for when i get a chance to go back because i can't stop a show and say hey what (laughs) let's go investigate this
0: yeah Uh, i'm not sure if logan's still with us or not i know he was watching just a minute ago but i will tell you that's logan's favorite is the doll room i'm saying that sarcastically because he hates that crap uh, those I, I dolls say, drive I, me nuts. I got. I got to say, I'm not a fan of the dolls. So, let's talk about the uh, the power unity event that we had. So we we did, you know, we got we mingled for a bit, and then and, we went and did a quick investigation together to where. Before we do that, let's preface what we mean by power
1: unity, because okay. I've been hearing a lot of people throw that out. And everyone's like, I don't believe this or that. When we say PariUnity, we're talking about paranormal teams and paranormal investigators who investigate on their own. People who have never investigated but are interested. Gathering in one place and investigating just like you would if you were doing this for like you fifteen years. Right. It, it was run so there was no you're new, so just watch. It was like, no, we throw you into the deep end, we explain what we're doing and then we do it.
0: I think that, I think what's cool about that though, Michael, is the fact that you get to see the different style and different techniques of investigating. Right. I mean, that's what I like about that. Because everyone's got a different way of investigating.
1: Yeah. And I was in the Chelsea room with Chelsea, the doll from Destination Fears. How it got her. It's her name. Right. Is if you remember the episode, the black mist appears behind or out of the doll.
0: I got to say, I've not actually seen it.
1: And so, oh, it's a really cool episode. It's on Discovery Plus. If we could I've ever get sponsored, hey, you know, we'll advertise.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, and then when I watched the episode, I was like, wow, that, yeah, if I saw that, I'd be just like Chelsea, like freaking out, knocking stuff off the table <laughs> and <I'm> screaming, probably, <laughs> because yeah, that no. was just incredible to see. But the thing that I, uh, liked about the Para unity event was, yes, that was my room, but Kellen was in there. Phoenix came in a little bit into it. I was it. in that with you. Yeah, you were there, and we, um, I started by talking and saying, you know, this is this, you know, and we can do this, mm-hmm. and this is what's, you know, the history of the doll, and... I was like, so this is how we investigate is, you know, we can ask questions and we started asking questions and was filming and just waiting and hearing and then Kellen came in and he's like, hey, do you guys want to do EVP work? And I said, yeah, let's do it. That to me was the pair of Unity is we just shared the space, we shared the spotlight, so to speak. I agree. And Said to people, yeah, this is how we do this. Yeah. This is what this method is. And then did it. And we even went as far as to, like, if somebody shifted in their chair, go, oh, that was so-and-so shifting and saying.
0: Right. And you're, yeah, you're talking we, about AVP, Right.
1: Right. And saying when we're recording, you gotta make note when you move or make a sound, because you may be listening a week or two later, you're not gonna remember and think, Oh my god, look at what Spirit did, and then somebody else will go, dude, remember that was you, and you're gonna feel stupid. Right. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: so I know I know that we investigated real quick together. I don't think there was too much, right? For us.
1: No, we um. Well, we we, was, we didn't stay with the Chelsea doll very long, because I, I felt, the buildings just started going active. We were hearing
0: footsteps and yeah, other we, parts I do remember of the room. that. I do remember that because we were definitely before I said I'm I'm done because I was getting overwhelmed in that room. I truly was getting overwhelmed in that room, and I tell you yeah. this: I normally have you. I was surprised myself because I had to find my way out to go and, and have a cigarette break. Yeah. And and do you know how odd that word to go out on my own? Oh, I know. I was laughing inside
1: because I was like, so they're going, wow, Andrew must really be overwhelmed that he is leading his own self out of the building and he's gonna be the last one out, and he's gonna be in the middle because he's all by himself. I'm, I'm the going one, room. My room.
0: <laughs> you know what sucked as well, dude? Is I could not find my way out. I could I, <laughs> I just couldn't find my way out, bro. And so, so I'll tell you my experience that night, and then, and then, because I know we split up and we didn't see any, see each other the rest of the night. So I can tell you my side of it, and I don't have no recordings because I don't have a camera. But that's the thing I'm going to do is eventually. I want to get a camera so I can at least, if not while I'm investigating, just get some of the shots and the perspectives, and I can put it on my Facebook page. You know what I mean? Right. Right now, that's what I'm looking into. I don't know what the good uh, a good camera is, but anyway, that's 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 not up for discussion. So you you were. Uh, at first i went with you and we were in footsteps and i said you know what i've had enough i'm getting overwhelmed i left and it took me 50 minutes to get out it felt like it but it was like two so i did that and then what happened after that i went outside and i must have smoked like 10 cigarettes i think <laughs> and then i went back inside and i started talking to chris chris brock you remember that guy
1: um i might remember So he's the guy i, that's I met like, a lot of people that night
0: right so that guy uh is is a pretty decent like he can draw pretty decent and uh i got talking to him about my my sp7 and my portal and my k2 and stuff i said you know what you ready to go investigate i'll i'll take you around we'll go around and see what we can find so we're going around and he draws this spirit that he thought was my spirit guide but it turns out it wasn't my spirit guide um this guy looked like he had a russian uniform on dude really like it's not russian actually it was ocp back in the or uh ussr back in the day so you know the old soviet union right so he drew that picture and, and I've got the picture and actually I found the uniform that almost matches the picture. So I do need to post that on my Facebook page and you can check that out. Uh so then I'm like, you know what, let's go see what else is going off. And then we met uh what's the lady called that runs uh the paranormal thing? The I forgot the name of it. Not Shauna, sure, no, the older elder lady. Her husband used to be Ken. Oh, Eileen. ah uh, yeah. So we met Eileen and a uh, another lady in there and she was doing dowsing rods and I totally forgot when I'm around. Rods, Ailey, that was Ailey. That's Ailey. the one. <laughs> yeah. So I said, you know what, can you have some questions for me? And they're like, Yeah, no worries. So she's got a dazzing rods out and all this good stuff. Uh and, and you know, we were getting some answers, but what was freaking me out, dude? I know it was windy that night, right? Right. It was definitely windy that night, but we was getting knocks and we wasn't by any windows. There was no windows. And, and I could physically feel the knocks coming from, you know, the fake walls have got,
1: right. Yeah. It was
0: knocking on the fake wall. So like we had that for about 15 minutes where it was knocking and stuff. I said, you know what, let's go to toilets. Cause the last time I was at the, you already know what's coming. Cause you were worried about this. So, so <laughs> <laughs> I I get all four of us, and we go to the toilet. Because the last time, the time before that, I had the toilet door open on me. It was it was on camera. Justin got it on camera. So I'm sat there. I said, "You know, the last time I was in, here, I had a door open on us. I never expected this in a million years." So I'm sat in, in in this toilet, and and there's four of us, and we're all in a line. And coincidentally, I'm stood where I've signed my name and logan signed his name as well and they this tap behind me so i look behind me and i'm like oh that's a coincidence i'm stood directly where i signed my name and i see a flashlight come from my left because i'm facing the toilets and i see a flashlight come from my right the flashlight from my left this lady pops her head in and and i'm like oh come join us you're fine you know you're not disturbing us come see what we're doing she decided she didn't want to flashlight on us right the door creaked open. The flashlight came through. I said, oh, come on in. You're good. You're not disturbing us. Flashlight turns off. Door closes. No more than five seconds later, me and Chris went out there. There was nobody there. There was yeah. absolutely nobody there. And unbeknownst to me at that time, I was creating a little bit of a uh, spectacle for people. 'Cause I guess they could see orbs flying around or something like that and 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 they said there was no one in the hallway when that door opened.
1: Yeah. So, just just for funny fact is on a side note, I was in the bank building when this happened with Kellen and some other people. Right. And somebody came I think it was Cindy, came over to the bank building. And we are like, and she found us and she was like, oh my God, you guys are never going to guess what happened. And I said, and I was like, what? And she goes, they just had a flashlight and a door open in the bathroom in the PX. And I was like, you're kidding. And I was like, no. And she's like, no. So when this happened, they actually came and told us in the bank what was going on in the PX. That's how wild everybody was and how excited everybody
0: was to see what was going on with your experience. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better experience, right? I mean, the fact that other people was able to join in that experience as well. I mean, there was Eileen, Ailey, Chris, and myself. Um, And we went out there, we didn't find anything. There's nobody there, dude. There was nobody. So, after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go out back and smoke a cigarette. Because I was talking to the guy that was running the live video for the... uh, Steven. Yeah, the Unity event thing. Yeah, Steven was doing that for Paranormal United Network. So, I was explaining to Steven what had gone off. And Steven said, I know, we saw saw what happened. That's why I've come down to talk to you. (laughs) I'm like, all right, cool. Um, On a side note... There was a big ass tarantula outside, dude. <laughs> yeah,
1: I saw the photos.
0: No, <laughs> I thought that, dude. I, I, so I don't like spiders, but I gotta say though, I kind of I like the. Uh, I wouldn't have one, but I think they're cute though. The way they just kind of walk around. Anyway, so I got bored and I went back inside, and then I got Kaylee, uh, and the other lady, Eileen. No, there's another one, young lady. I forgot a name I' um, out with Ailey, I guess she's always working the till back there register, yeah, Samantha. I think it was Samantha. yeah that one yeah, so i'm like I haven't been to the p x office at uh, the bank yet, and I'm like, I don't want to go over there on my own so they they both volunteered. And when the bank, and to be honest with you, it felt kind of flat in there when I first got in until I stepped away into where the vault was. And I was like, oh, this is starting to feel a little bit uncomfortable. And they're like, oh, I don't feel anything. We feel great. Right. Yeah. So then I'm like, you know what, I'm kind of done. And they said, you've only done half a building. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm done, though. They said, now nah, come over here with us. So then I get my K2 up. and then we actually have this on video. And I start getting responses with a K2, right? Yeah. So I turned around and I said, do you want to play Red Rover, Red Rover? I said, I don't know how to play it, but these do. And they're like, yeah, no worries. We know how to do it. So they're playing Red Rover, Red Rover. And of course, they didn't choose me first. So like Red Rover, Red Rover, Kanellia come over and, like, and it flashed, right? So she went over. Right. And they were like, Red Rover, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. So they're like, Red Rover, Red Rover. Can uh, Sam come over? And it flashed. And then they were like. Red Rover, Red Rover, can Andy come over? No, nothing. (laughs) And I I basically said, fuck that, I'm out. (laughs) At that point, I'm like, I'm done. At that point, I'm done. So, I mean, that was my night in 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 a nutshell.
1: Yeah. So my night was a little more interesting in the fact that we were still hearing things in the PX before. And we decided, well, we're kind of done with Chelsea. We kind of felt like she was done doing her little show if we got anything And we were like, hey, let's go check out, you know, see if the little girl is over at the bank. So we go over and we start trying to talk to spirits that we, that Kellen, Phoenix and I, and I think Cindy might have been with us on a couple of those. Where we got EVPs on prior investigations. So we took people who had never investigated there before with us and started trying to re-engage these spirits. And we were getting some interesting reactions to some of the questions. And we decided, well, let's go to the other side and see what's going on over there. And we asked a few questions and then Kellen and I were like, Hey, you know, let's do an experiment. Let's put a telephone in the vault and we'll stay here on the direct diagonal to the vault on the other side. And so we're like, great. So while he's walking over there, our, my phone's connected to his phone on speaker and I can hear him interacting with people. And so I, I, you know, just having some fun, start whispering into the phone. And just as he's about to get to the vault, I hear my friend Tony. And she says something. And so I go into the phone, Tony. And we're like, Go and then, all of a sudden, I hear, okay, I'm putting the phone down in here and I'm going to start recording. Great. Well, we found out he had already started recording, and we we're asked some questions, and we start getting knock responses to certain names. And I start hearing that, like, if we say a certain name, a certain sound will happen. And I'm like, okay, I think they're... And so I'll ask another question around that name and get a sound. And so they're like, okay, well, this is interesting. And Kellen goes, well, let's go hear what we got. At the very beginning of the tape, it sounds like somebody goes, company. (laughs) Or show me the money. And we're oh, like, so we're racking our braids and I had body cam running and the IR didn't kick in. So I have no footage, just audio. And the audio doesn't match with my software. So I couldn't upload it to it. And I was like, all right, well, that's frustrating. So I took the clip of me saying, Tony, next mm-hmm. to company, And Kellen goes, ah, damn, I think that is you saying Tony. And I was like, it totally, we could not recognize my voice on his recording. And on my video, it doesn't sound like me at all, but it's the exact same time in both videos where I say Tony, and he goes, okay, I'm sending it down. Then we hear company. Okay, oh, I'm wow. setting it down. And I was like, wow. So it's like, is it an EVP or isn't it? I don't know because it's at the exact same time. But it doesn't sound like me and it doesn't sound like the word I said. But who's to say, you know, telephones distort voices, so maybe it is my voice, and maybe it is saying that. Right. But that's not what we heard, so I don't really count it as saying, hey, we got an EVP. But at the same time, I count it as a, we may have an EVP, because I'm still not convinced it's my voice. Right. But I'm not going to argue it either. And that's the thing, too, with, you know, being para unity and paranormal is, you know, we can't sit there and say, yes, this is this or no, this isn't this. Right. Because everybody hears something different. There is no expert to go to to say, yes, what you got is this. Do you, right. This is your voice so we just have to follow our own integrity and say yep or
0: nope i got you well i mean so it all i mean overall that place is amazing i, I love yeah. it i can't i can't wait to go back to be honest with you. whenever but, i get invited uh, i'm always i'm always all about going back there
1: yeah i uh was talking to somebody about um actually it was I think it might have been Dan Lefave at Ballinger. Mm-hmm. Um, I pulled him aside and I, was, and I was telling him I was playing a cadence. I may have the person wrong because I've told this to a few people. But right. I was playing a cadence because it was a military base. And, and Vietnam in Vietnam and World War II. So, you know, playing a military cadence, that's a good trigger. Well, it's doing its verbiage and then there's like a pause in the verbiage and it starts playing again. What's unique is in the pause, before I tell you what's there, I'm going to preface it by saying I was the only male in the room in the building with two females. And all of a sudden this male voice in that little gap, we hear pause it clear as day wow and the cadence keeps going and i said to my friends that i was with i said i didn't say pause it did i and they laughed and they said i hear pause it but let's be honest if you had said pause it we would have paused it i said yeah that's true i didn't think about that but yeah so So,
0: cadence (laughs)
1: i'm not familiar with cadence Cadence is like a march song. It's a song they sing while they're marching around doing their little maneuver training, running around the base. I think doing...
0: it I think it depends on the branch, right? Um I think they all have cadences, but they're different. Yeah. Were, they're... were you doing were you doing army, marine?
1: I think I was doing army because it was an army base.
0: Right. So
1: that dates right back to
0: World War One, actually.
1: Yeah, World War 1.
0: Yeah. So,
1: World War 2. World War II was a POW camp. Yeah, it was a German POW camp, but Autumn Murphy trained there. He was the most decorated soldier. And a little known fun fact is the worst soldier also trained there. So they had the right.
0: both. <laughs> Sides so of the what, coin. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I would class a worst soldier. What? What was the worst soldier? I don't remember
1: his name, but we we had documentation that said, yeah, the worst soldier in the war trained here as well as Audie Murphy. So it's oh, like I mean, a
0: fun little story. <laughs> wow, I'll have to check that one out. So, I mean, I, wh- how would you rate that place? If you're like doing one to five, one, it's not too scary. Five to it's oh shit, I'm out. I would say,
1: depending on the night, it would be five to seven.
0: On uh, a uh, one to five. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. Is some nights it would be five? Is yeah, it, there's a lot going on, but. I'd run, but I'm too curious to run. So, most people would probably be running right now. To seven has gone, yeah, there's so much stuff going on, I got to get out.
0: <laughs> and take. A,
1: uh, I got to step outside and take a break.
0: <laughs> I totally I totally agree with you, dude. Um, so, I, te- you know, real quick, I think we're going to have to end it, but real quick, I, I tend to find that spirits know you're uh, Achilles heel. And, oh, yeah. you, you know, like, I've been to multiple places where they bring out something that they think will scare you. And, and I don't know. It's just coincidental that I, whenever I'm doing investigations, there's a big truck It's been on more than one occasion. There's a tarantula. There's a snake. There's someone out there that you don't want to play with. And it kind of makes you think, oh, I'm not. I don't want to go back in that place. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's weird, dude. But I mean, for me, I can't explain the door opening, dude. I wish I could. Yeah. And
1: to be honest, I've been in that bathroom so many times. And one time, it's like I seen the shadow on the door and it looked like it got bigger and then smaller. But. Every time I looked at it, it's like I saw it move just a little differently. And so I was like, either I started selling myself, either I'm getting tired of looking at this footage and my mind's playing tricks on me right, or something's having fun with me right now. And I got something and it's just having fun
0: with me watching it. So, so a friend that was in the military told me maybe, uh, I mean, I don't know, dude, it's just weird. But maybe he thought he was still on firewatch.
1: That could be,
0: you know what I mean? Because when the, when the base was closed down at night, they would have someone doing security around, around that area. So maybe he just thought he was on firewatch and he was doing his, he was doing what he was meant to be doing.
1: Yeah. Doing his rounds. So
0: yeah. So it's, it. I, I it's the, the craziest experience. And I don't know if there was someone there, but I tell you, if, if someone can disappear in five seconds, and we checked all the rooms, I don't know how that would be. So, I mean, I just can't explain it. And for people to sit there watching us, knowing that we were getting activity, I'm yeah. guessing they were seeing I'm guessing they were seeing orbs and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Right. But I can't wait to go back to that place. Uh, and I hope. One day that they open up uh, Beach Army Hospital yeah, there, there's a few things that got to be done
1: to reopen Beach Army that's the main hindrance and so that, that may take some doing, but I will say Shauna asked me and a bunch of others that's who formed the tribe is we're investigators and when she wants to know if a place is haunted or not it's because, you know, she would wants to be honest with it we go out and check it out and from the first day we were there to today i can honestly say this is one building that i would have no problem saying that both of those locations are haunted the bank building maybe not as haunted as much as the px but there are things that happen in the bank I can't explain, so I can't discount it <laughs> and say one is really more than the other. It's just they're different
0: and and again, I think it's I think a lot of the spirits and I, I tell you why I think a lot of that the spirit that i was bought to in the bank is definitely one from from Beach Army. Uh, I, I one hundred percent same feeling, same spirit.
1: Yeah, same and
0: spirit. It kind of makes
1: sense because if you think about it, the PX was like the store, the bank right. building would be where they get their money and deposit their checks, and the hospital I, you'd have to pay for stuff, so you'd probably have to go to the bank to get money if you didn't have it on you. Right. So it makes sense that those three buildings maybe you know connected and easy for those spirits to say yeah
0: you know let's go over here that's where they're at (laughs) i think a lot of people make a mistake in the fact that um they think spirits the spirits that reside at a location are stuck at that location yeah and 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 that's not the case they they aren't stuck there dude i mean that's that's how you end up with a spirit coming home with you if that uh, spirit wants to come home with you, it will come home with you unless you do preventative measures, right?
1: Right. And that's one of my favorite questions I get asked a lot on is, you know, how do you know how do you keep the spirits where they are? And I laugh and I go, spirits not locked there. Now, some traumas may be where they are locked there, experience that traumatic event. But I don't think majority of the spirits are locked to that like say the soldiers of Gettysburg can't go to Shiloh. I I feel like yeah they can. But a soldier from Europe, like that died say at the Battle of Culloden, you're not gonna see him in America, most likely, because that's such a long way, but that was such a traumatic experience for Scottish to be facing what they faced and the conditions they faced at that battle. They're probably going to stay there. But all other. In my mood. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they can't travel around the area. Right. I'm just saying I don't see them crossing the ocean to come to America and say, hey, we're in America. Well, i can I, I, tell you my i can
0: tell you my sister
1: has one
0: hundred percent well family that's a little different right but i I'm just saying my sister has though yeah and i'm not I'm not comparing that to the soldier I'm just saying spirits can
1: yeah well but, but what I'm meaning is The soldiers of Culloden have no idea about America. So they're not going to go, hey, let's go check out what they're talking about over here. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're focused on what they have. That's not saying they don't see it. (laughs) But then again, they could have ancestors over here. Descendants. They would have to have descendants.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Now, the descendants descendants can call them
1: over right and you know that way you know as a trigger object can bring them i don't think they would stay i think they'd go back to their oh, homeland no, that's,
0: yeah i think well we're, we're both on the same but, page. a spirit isn't stuck
1: yeah they can travel wherever and
0: yeah
1: I, t- I told people i was like yeah you better watch it when i'm haunted and if i become a spirit and they go wow i was like there's nowhere you can hide
0: I, I, do oh, like, I know right
1: if you're gonna go to australia i'll be like dude i can get to australia as a
0: spirit. i don't real i quick. don't know i don't <laughs> know about that bro because there's a lot of stuff in australia that could kill you i don't know if there's some over, over there that could kill a spirit <laughs> i don't know if i'd risk it or not
1: yeah but yeah i'd be like shoot, if I can do it in life, I'll do it in death. <laughs> just yeah. be like, I finally made all seven continents.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, uh, just to wrap it up, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, the Scottish aren't going to come over here unless they've got descendants over here. But yeah. spirits, spirits aren't stuck. No. Spirits are definitely not stuck. And, and you know, um, I know for a fact, like you said, that they've got some stuff from the Beach Army Hospital, and the reason I got freaked out more than anything is some of that stuff is located in the basement. It was located in the basement in the back corner, and that's where one of the most negative spirits were. And I think that negative spirit followed that equipment.
1: Yeah. Well, we kind of did a little deal when we said goodbye to the Nazareth, and we were opening up the PX and the Bank buildings, one for the Texas Scare Grounds haunted house, best haunted house to go to in October. Totally agree. Little plug there. And two was, you know, the haunted paranormal stuff. We invited all the spirits that wanted to from the Nazareth to come to the PX and the bank buildings because that's where we were going to be investigating and said, you're welcome to follow us and join us there and, you know, communicate with us there. Right. We didn't say, Hey, you guys can go wherever you want. Right. We, we, you know, ask. And so we've been getting quite a few responses to where, yeah, it's like, we, we feel like Mr. Trippy from the Nazareth is there. Well
0: maybe, the other... we, maybe we should try and figure some out between us and try and rent that out and, and go out there and investigate it. I have a small group. Yeah. I mean, you know I'm always uh, down to go to the PS the... I don't I don't know what the cost is gonna be, so we'll have to try and figure that out and then figure out how many people we need.
1: We'll have yeah. to talk to
0: Shauna about it. Yep. Shauna and Lee Anderson's
1: the one to talk to for Fort yeah. Walters. So, if you're you
0: interested in it,
1: yeah, we'll try and figure something out on that. And I want uh, to give a little plug to Shauna Lee Anderson. She runs Carpe Noctum and Texas Scare Grounds. She is um, an awesome person and friend. Yeah. And if you ever want to investigate, her number is on the Fort Walters Paranormal page. On Facebook, um, it's the ad symbol Fort Walters seven six oh six seven. If you want to go find it, and you can follow a tag, or I have some posts that'll yeah. lead you there. And just send her a text, and she'll she'll work with you. She's the most friendliest, loveliest person to work with. And yeah, so. If you ever get a Um, chance, I would say go and investigate the PX and and the bank bank building.
0: Totally agree. Thank you for mentioning Shauna. That saved me doing it. (laughs) Uh, So I want to say thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, I'm glad we finally got it to work.
0: I'm sure that we could uh, do something else. I know you're at Ballinger, but we've run out of time for that. So I've had experiences at Ballinger, too. So maybe we could talk about that one day another time yeah. um I just want to let everyone know before you leave Michael and also you if you're interested in in listening as well you can find me on Facebook we've got Spotify we're on uh, Apple podcast now too we're also on Amazon so they're the three major brands oh and anchor FM so if you want to listen to us you can go listen to us on that and uh we've also got TikTok. There you believe go. it or not, and that's a crazy thought of a Brit, I believe. So, thank you for joining me, and yeah. I really appreciate you. And hopefully, we get to hang out again sometime. We'll try and arrange some of it, and maybe we could do a, a Facebook Live show around or some of it, and yeah. you know, show them how we investigate and stuff. So, yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to it,
1: dude. Definitely. And one thing I'll say is, if you get a chance, if you check out my YouTube page. I sometimes will post full investigations if I feel like some stuff that happened that people might learn how to how we do things from. Right. And sometimes I'll post a short version of it where I finally figured out how to trim videos, just oh, so you see evidence. But uh, a real quick shout out was I'd like to make if I can is. Robbie Spencer of Erie Expeditions Paranormal and uh, I want to say this right because he just started this night Owl Paranormal Society. We recently collaborated and did a live investigation of the battleship USS North Carolina nice. where Kimberly Van Helden of Amined Paranormal and I guest investigated with them while nice. they were investigating the north carolina and i have a video it's seven hours maybe a little bit longer than seven hours that's the full investigation and my part shockingly was i stayed awake for six hours doing this live i had oh, wow. no idea six hours had passed
0: wow that's so impressive
1: you, yeah so you can check it out on when did uh, you do that April 30th on a Saturday night. That's awesome, dude. Was it a yeah. long
0: drive? Did you fly?
1: Actually, I did it all from my
0: computer where I'm sitting right here talking to you. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. So anyway, Michael, that's awesome. Uh, what's your what's your uh, YouTube? How did they search you up? Uh, my YouTube is
1: Michael spelled E-A-L cough um it's linked to my facebook page so if you can find my facebook page i finally did figure out how to link my youtube channel to that Perfect. and you can see my evolution of how i investigated to how i've learned how to make the videos to now i can add music even to them so it's kind of i call it my paranormal journey but it's also my learning Curve too. So
0: I got you. Well, well hey, we're, as long as I've been doing this, I'm still learning. Yeah. And and I, I don't think we'll ever completely understand it. Nope. I think we'll, what whenever you in investigate, there's awesome at new. But thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you, dude. Thank you, everyone that watched this Don't forget, Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're on Apple, and we're also on Amazon now. You all have a good night. Good night, Michael. Good night. See you later, mate. Bye bye. Bye bye. I got a slight technical issue. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta hit that stop recording button. (laughs) Good, good night, guys. Bye, bye.